You're listening to Leading and Learning. This is the place where we talk about practical leadership, theology, fitness, how to create winning habits, and so much more. My name is David Spell, and I'm a retired police officer, a pastor, a New Testament scholar, and a leadership coach. My goal on leading and learning is to help you live your best life. Thanks so much for joining us today. Welcome back to Leading and Learning. This is episode number 170, Writing to Publishing Part 2. Last week, we we talked about kind of the nuts and bolts of getting a manuscript ready to publish. And of course, we're talking in the context of publishing a book. And today, I want to go a little bit farther. Last week, we we talked about revisions, edits, uh, how to get the manuscript cleaned up and ready to go. Today, I want to talk about the nuts and bolts of actually publishing that manuscript. I had a conversation today with somebody in the gym who was talking about publishing their own work, and they just said, you know, I think about it, but it's just so hard, and I just don't know. And I said, you know what? It's never been easier to publish a book. We'll come back and talk in just a second. First of all, I want to let you know that this episode of Leading and Learning is brought to you by my very first book, Peter and Paul in Acts. This is a side-by-side description of the two greatest leaders in the early church. These two men were responsible for Christianity being a a minor uh, sect of Judaism and taking it to the Roman world. Uh, Peter, the apostle to the Jews, but also uh, very influential with with non-Jews of his day, And then, of course, the Apostle Paul, who was the Apostle to the Gentiles. And he took the gospel and planted churches all over the Roman Empire. So, Peter and Paul in Acts, one of my reviewers on Amazon said, this is an excellent introduction to these two key ministries of the early church. And really, this is one of those books that should be on every Christian's bookshelf because uh, the same writer who wrote the book of Acts wrote the Gospel of Luke. Uh, Luke was a companion of Paul, and he wrote both documents. And when you put the Gospel of Luke and when you put Acts together, you've got a quarter of the New Testament. So there's there's so much that we draw from, maybe even unconsciously, without realizing that it's, it's from Luke, whether it's in our theology or, or what we understand about the Bible. And so Peter and Paul in Acts, it's a great study, a great companion to, to reading the book of Acts, but we also get into to the Gospel of Luke a little bit as well. So check it out. There'll be a link in the show notes, and I know it will help you. Well, as we said, today we're talking about From Writing to Publishing, Part 2. And, and moving on from last week when we talked about the editing and revision process, I want to talk about the nuts and bolts of actually publishing a manuscript. And the first question is this, traditional publishing or self-published? And, you know, these are pretty much the only two, two ways to go. Um, traditional publishing is, uh, and I actually have a traditional publisher. My first four books, Peter and Paul and Acts, Miracles and Mark, 
Street Cop and Street Cop 2 were published through a traditional publisher. Um, But after those first four books, my next seven went the non-traditional route. And I chose to self-publish through Amazon. And we'll talk about the reasons why. Um, First of all, with traditional publishing, most publishers will not accept an unsolicited manuscript. In other words, if you send your manuscript with a cover letter to Penguin, Doubleday, Random House, InterVarsity Press in the Christian world, uh, Baker Books, Zondervan, pick your publisher. They're going to send you a very nice um, rejection letter saying, we do not accept unsolicited manuscripts. And hopefully they'll send you your manuscript back uh, that's just the way they work. And the reason for this is, if you talk to anybody that works in the industry, they'll tell you they get so many manuscripts brought to them by agents that they don't have time to, to track down and read through all the unsolicited manuscripts. And the agents, if you wanted to hire an agent and go that route, the agent um, has a better chance of getting your manuscript before somebody in the publishing industry who might read it and be interested in it. But then you're gonna of course you're gonna to have to pay pay a cut to the 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 agent. And you know, there is nothing wrong with this. There are many, many, many successful writers and probably always will be represented by agents who work with them to get their, their manuscript before somebody in the uh one of the big publishers and and, and work with them to get that book published. Uh but if you're just starting off, is that what you want to do? You know, if you do, great. But now let's talk about self-publishing. Self-publishing is interesting because there are a couple of different ways to go about it. And I don't know if you understand or, or, or know that even in the traditional publishing realm where you actually work with a publisher to get your manuscript published, some publishers will actually require you to pay them. Uh, for example, my publisher for my four, first four books um, required authors to help cover the um, the the printing fees, basically the um, getting the manuscript ready to go, and uh, you would pay them essentially a dollar a page to get the manuscript up and running. And, you know, so they've already got it. It's already been edited, but they require a dollar a page to get it typeset and get it ready to print. And that's just the way it is. If you want to publish with them, that's what you do. And it's not a, a lot of money. I mean, if, you know, you write a 200-page book, you're going to pay, you know, around 200 bucks or a little bit better to uh, to help cover the typesetting fees. But, Still, most of us go into to, to, to writing and we think, well, if, you know, if they publish my book, I'm going to get paid. And if your name is Stephen King or Max Lucado or uh, Tony Robbins, well, that's exactly right. They're going to give you a check up front. But for most of us, that's not the case. For most of us, um, they're going to, to require something from us. Now let's move into the self-publishing realm. What about that? How much does it cost to publish your book in the self-publishing realm? Well, it really depends on who you use. I've got a good friend who's, I think he's written four or five books in the self-help genre, 
and they're fantastic. And he has a a publisher that he works with, and it's a um, they they do self publishing, but it cost him around a thousand between a thousand and two thousand dollars for to get his books published. Now he's fortunate because they don't require him to buy a certain amount of books. Other self publishers will actually require you to buy a certain amount of books. You've got to pay them a certain amount, excuse me, to get the books published, and then you have to buy, it'll be in their their, their contract, that you have to buy a certain number of books, 50, 100, whatever they require. So there's a sizable investment for, for most authors. Now, if you've got if you're on a speaking tour or you've got a, a very active website or you know you have your own bookstore or whatever, um, you know getting fifty or a hundred books is no big deal because you'll probably sell them. But for most of us, you know it'll be something we give out as a Christmas present and birthday presents, and then the box is just going to sit in the garage. Um, you know unless we actually get out and do do the work and market it, and we'll talk about that in a minute. Now, here, here's the other option, and this is the one that I've been using for my, my last seven books, and, and I intend to use them until, there's, uh, until they show me that I, you know, I can't or they change their business model, and that's use Amazon. Uh, Amazon is set up to work with the uh, uh, non-traditional self-publishing. Um, they basically will walk you through the process on their website to getting your manuscript published. And the beauty of it is, there is no cost to you. Um, for example, to, to do an ebook, you they, they walk you through putting the, the, the appropriate things. It's basically three pages on their, their webpage. Three clicks of the thing, you fill in each form, uh, download the manuscript, download your cover, review it, pick a price, and hit publish. For the paperback version, Amazon now has a print-on-demand option, which is a very good way to go because, again, it doesn't cost the author anything. You would just charge more for the book. Amazon will tell you the minimum that you have to charge to cover their cost for printing and then you know add on something else for yourself. And so you'll uh, make money. Amazon makes money, but there's, there's nothing that you're having to pay up front. So that's why I think you're seeing a lot more authors, even people who have published traditionally, are moving away from that and moving towards working with Amazon because the there's more money to be made and they're not having to pay out front. Now, let's move on and talk a little bit more about the actual publishing itself, getting it done. You know, we talked about the manuscript last week. What about your cover? Are you going to buy one? Or are you going to build it yourself? Um, I've built most of my covers using Canva. Uh, my goal is to eventually make enough money where I can have somebody else create my covers. Um, I've never considered myself particularly artistic, but when you don't have money coming in, or at least not much money coming in yet, you tend to do things yourself. And Canva does a, does a good job. I use their, their free uh, option. But uh, you can create your own covers, or if you've got a few hundred bucks to spare, you can hire somebody to, uh, to create a cover for you. Um, another thing that you're going to need to do is write a compelling book description. Um, this will need to go on the back of the book, 
but also if you're if it's going to be sold on Amazon and why wouldn't it be um, you want to create a compelling book description that goes with the book so that when somebody clicks on it they're going to be drawn into your description um, and then also let's talk about the the formatting for publication if you're using Amazon they pretty much tell you exactly what you need to do. Um, the software that I use to write with is called Scrivener, and it's a software for writers. Um, but you can easily just work in Word document. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, the formatting for the paperback version for Amazon actually has to be in a Word document. So I have to cut and paste into one of their Word templates to, uh, to get it ready for the, the print-on-demand. So the formatting, again, you can use whatever you want to, but Amazon, if you go to their, their webpage, they'll actually tell you how it needs to be formatted for publishing. And they'll work with you. Um, and, for example, I've got a book coming out today, my fourth book in the Zombie Terror Wars series. Um, it, uh, I hit publish yesterday. It actually hits the market and goes live today. But uh, the paperback version of that, I got an email back from Amazon saying that my cover... Um, was too big, and not the, not that the cover was too big, but the printing on the cover actually overlapped the borders. So I had to go in, make it just a little bit smaller, save it, hit publish again, and now it's out as well. So Amazon's very good to work with if you've got any any technical skills at all. Now, I'm not particularly technical myself, but I've been able to figure this out. But if you've got no computer skills at all, you probably want to get somebody to help you, but it's still a great way to go. Now, next question is, what are you going to charge for the book? Uh, I think sometimes because we're so personally invested in our work, we, we want to overcharge. When in reality, we need to look at what the market is for that book. Uh, for example, the, the last four books that I've written in the, the Zombie Terror Wars series, the e-books are $2.99 and the paperbacks I'm selling for $9.99. That's right around what everybody else in the same genre is selling their books for, for the ebooks and for the paperback. In some cases, I'm a little bit cheaper, um, and probably even a few cases I might even be a little bit more. But I'm right around in the I'm right in the middle of where everybody is in the same genre, um, and it's so it's good to to look and see. Um, one of my uh, uh, other books, my, one of my recent biblical studies books, Reflections on the Resurrection. Um, you know, the prices are a little bit more for that than they are for the novels, but considering the genre of the book, a biblical studies theology type book, it's right around where it should be. So that's where you just have to do a little bit of homework, poke around online, poke around on Amazon and see what you want to charge for it. Uh, typically the way Amazon works, um, they offer a 70% royalty on uh, an ebook. So if, if I'm charging three dollars for the ebook, I'm getting around uh, two dollars back for the book. That's that's what my royalty is. So that's that's kind of how it works. There's a few few other fees involved, so it's not quite two dollars. Um, for for the paperback, it just depends on how much you charge that will determine how much you get back. Now under my uh, traditional publisher, I made about a dollar a book. That's kind of the way it worked. And, uh, you know, my Peter and Paul and Axe book, that's a $26 uh, paperback. I mean, that's a that's an expensive book. And I think I was making on that one, I was making about a buck and a half, um, 
close to two bucks a, a, a copy, but most of the other books, it's about a dollar a copy. So that kind of tells you how the prices work. Now, what do you need to do next? You've got everything done. You've got your manuscript done. You've got your cover. It's formatted. You've got it plugged in to Amazon or ever how else you're going to publish it. And it's time to publish. Well, now you've got to sell it. Now it's time to market it because the reality is, again, unless your name is Stephen King or Max Lucado or Tony Robbins or Andy Stanley or, you know, pick, pick your big name author, unless you're one of those authors, the publisher's probably not going to market it a whole lot for you. Uh, in, in my case, even with a traditional publisher, eh, they would send out an occasional email that might list my books to their mailing list. It's on their website. It's on Amazon. But their attitude was, hey, this is your book. If you want to if you want to sell it, you need to market it. Which, you know, as I said earlier, it's never been easier to publish a book, but it's up to us as the authors to sell it. So I'm getting ready to start, you know, pushing mine a bit on social media. I'll probably do some paid ads with Amazon and we'll see if we can, you know, generate some sales that way. But uh, but again, it, it, it's not that hard to get it published, but you've got to be willing to sell it. And this is this is tough. I mean, if you're not a natural salesperson, this can actually be a little bit uncomfortable. But the reality is, that's the only way that you're going to sell that book. And so my question is, who you've you've written it, you've invested the time, it's time to publish it. Who's going to read it? Who's going to buy that book and read it? Um, you know, unless you've got a huge, huge family that really loves you, you've got to start thinking outside your, your circle of friends because we want to get the book into the hands of strangers. We want to get to the book into the hands of people who don't know us. And the first place that we should start is on social media. You know, of course, we don't want to just constantly be trying to sell something on social media. That gets old really quick. But there is nothing wrong with, you know, putting out what you've done on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, whatever. Um, I mean, I do. I, pu I publish a lot of things on social media, a lot of helpful things, a lot of articles, a lot of, a lot of things that add value to people's lives. So I don't feel bad about saying, hey, look, here's my newest work. Check it out. Um, but then you've got to think beyond that. You've got to think, who else can I reach? And this is where, it, you know, it's probably a good idea to think about spending a little money whether it's on Amazon ads or Facebook ads or or some other way to get the word beyond just your immediate circle of friends. Because what's the point of writing something if nobody reads it? I mean, that's the goal is to, to, to generate income. And so another way that we can do this is um, if you don't already have a platform, if you don't already have a blog, that might be something to consider as well. In fact, two or three of my, my books are actually compilations of many of my blogs. My leadership book is a collection of all my blogs on leadership over a maybe a three-year period. And I took them and tweaked them and formatted them and edited them and all that. But that's that's where that came from. And so, um, you know, I've got a mailing list and it's easy to send out and say, hey, listen, you know, I've got this book coming out if anybody's interested. And, you know, give them a link and create a way for them to, to access it. So we've got to think about marketing. All right, well, let's wrap it up. From writing to publishing, part two. Is it going to be traditional publishing or self-publishing? 
Either's fine. It's not either or. It's not, you know, one's better than the other. You just have to decide where you're at as a writer and what you think you can actually accomplish. Um, and, you know, asking the question from your publisher, how much is it going to cost me? Should you buy a cover or should you build a cover? What kind of formatting do you need to use for publishing that book? You need to write a compelling book description. How much are you going to sell it for? And then, very, very important, how are you going to market it? Well, friends, I'd love to hear from you. What's been your experience? Is this something that you've thought about? Have you ever said, you know what, I'd like to write a book about X and just never done it? Well, I'd love to hear from you. Go to davidspell.com, drop me a message, a comment, a question. Let me know. Let's talk about it. While you're at my website, make sure you uh, put in your email address so that we can stay in touch. Um, or if you have any other questions about writing, publishing, whatever, just let me know. You can email me directly, david at davidspell.com. It's great to stay in touch with you. Well, friends, thanks for being with me. And until next week, this is David Spell encouraging you to keep writing.